Hello. How is my bestie boo doing today? Well, I'm fabulous. How are you doing today? I am doing extra well. I am happy to be with you. I'm happy to be with the besties. And today's kind of a special episode, Chloe. Like, fill me in. Why is today so special? Well, I was going to say I'm actually a little shocked and confused right now. I'm fabulous, but I'm shocked and confused because how is it already the last episode of this year? Who would have thought that we would have posted 38 episodes to EFBF our first year, almost one year in, guys. It's crazy. This isn't even a full year in. This is just the end of the calendar year. So we're we're entering into a new year, but we've got our one year anniversary coming up, which is a whole nother holiday to add to your calendars. But this is crazy. I mean, we are officially entering the new year as EFBF for the first time ever. So it's really exciting, Garrett, looking back on all these months. How do you feel? I mean, I feel like we've come a really far away. I feel like we've come a long way. I feel really good. I'm so happy that we're still here, still kicking it. And we have to announce that we're going to take a little hiatus, if you will, for just two little weeks, only two little episodes you're going to miss of us. It's just, it's Christmas time. It's New Year's. One of everyone's favorite best friends is celebrating a birthday. So that's happening. We need to take a little ho-ho holiday, okay? So... We're just going to spend time with our family and friends and do the holiday things. And you guys are going to be busy anyway, so you really won't miss out. I mean, I'm sure in the 38 episodes, there's something in there that you could go back and catch up on. And if not, go to Peacock. Watch a little bit of Salt Lake City Real Housewives because we'll be talking about that more in the new year. Yes, ma'am. And over these next two weeks, we're going to be getting content. It's going to be a nice, juicy first episode back and yeah we just want to let you guys know and keep you guys in the loop but we have some exciting stuff to go over today chloe so fill me in babes woo woo what have you been up to tell me all about it so i have just been working lately working a little tish off doing a ton of christmas shopping i'm almost done we have a few more family members and then like my parents and that's about it. I still have to get your birthday gift all together and everything, but that's a whole other separate issue. I've been writing and sending out my Christmas cards. A few of them got delivered today, so that's fun. Did you get my Christmas card? Not yet, but I'm waiting. I actually thought about it right before I got on here. I was like, wait, I have something coming to me. Is it yeah, good? you do. <laughs> you do. Let's see. What else have I been up to? I've been meal planning and trying to like really be strategic about what I'm going to be cooking and stuff just to save money because like around holiday times, everything is expensive and you're spending money on gifts. And I, I swear, I feel like they raise the prices around holiday times, which would make sense because people are spending more money anyways. So it's like, I just try to tone back whatever I can. So for meals lately, I've been looking up like budget meals, trying to find stuff that's like affordable, healthy, throw it together. I've also been obsessed with crock pot cooking because I work an eight hour shift, but it's more like a nine and a half to 10 hour day because of my commute. So when I leave in the morning, I just throw stuff in a crock pot. And then when I come home at like 8 PM, I have dinner ready to go, which really saves the day for me. Mm-hmm. And I thrifted a crock pot cookbook from Goodwill the other day that I'm really excited to explore. I love that. We love a little slow cooker moment, getting your meals prepped and ready. I'm sure that is amazing. Just walking in, smelling the food already cooked, ready for you. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sign me up, especially with you having a later shift and getting home later. I mean, I could not imagine going home and having to cook every day. I couldn't do it. So I, I love yeah. that. 
yeah, it is so convenient, so easy, and everything has come out really yummy so far, so I'm excited. I love it, babes. Okay, well, tell me what you have been up to lately. First of all, have you gotten my Christmas gift that I sent you? Babes, when I have opened and not told you, <laughs> imagine. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm not going to text her, but oh my god, I love it. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, okay, it's officially on the 12th day until Christmas. <laughs> it's flying by i cannot believe next weekend is christmas like i'm mm -mm. actually dead so super stressed and same as chloe i've been getting some christmas gifts together trying to get all of that madness under control but other than that i had my christmas work party with all of my co-workers which was fun and my coworkers gave me some gifts. I got a bottle of wine. I got some homemade baked goods. I got me like a hydro flask bottle. So I feel spoiled by my coworkers. And then I'm going to get into what I gave them a little later in my obsessed because everyone, I think I might've found one of the best gifts ideas personally. Oh my God. Allegedly. So we'll get into that a little later. But actually what I really want to get into is I love Christmas, everything about it. Like Christmas themed, I'm there like sign me up. But from where me and Chloe are from, there's really no Christmas-themed stuff. There's, like, one big light show that everyone goes to where we're from, but nothing, like, not, like, a lot. Like, no one really goes full out. But now that we've moved to a city, I've been, like, Googling everything, trying to find fun little pop-ups, fun little, like, Christmas displays and everything like that. And a couple weekends ago, me and Jared went to a Christmas pop-up bar, and it's so effing cute. I'm sure that every major city has, like, pop-up bars, but... I think it's so festive, so fun. The whole place was decked out, Christmas themed. The drinks came out in like mugs and like all like fun decor on it. It was super fun and it just put me into the holiday spirit. So if you're interested, Google and see if there's one near you because it was super fun. Like I said, it got you in the holiday spirit and I'll post a video on Instagram of the vibe, but I lived. I was like, okay, Christmas pop-up. And like, it's cute too, like a little pop-up, like pop-up anything I, I love. That is so fun. And while you're talking about that, I'm like looking to see if there are any Christmas events in Austin this year. How did you search to find the pop-up? Like, did you go to a specific website or just Google like Christmas events near me? I searched up Christmas pop-up bars near me and there was like five. Oh, you went straight for it. I've just been like, doing a little hunting online some research and yeah there's a lot of them obviously it's a little overpriced because it's like themed and they want to like get their money's worth Wait, but shut up there's four here you have to go like obsessed like that was going to be my obsessed but like it's also part of my woo, -woo but like 12 out of 10 you would love it like obsessed so that's what i've been up to but i had an exciting guest come and visit me last weekend Someone that we all know, someone that we love. We've mentioned her before on the podcast. Miss Lauren came to visit me and Jared. Lauren is Jared's best friend, and now I've adopted her. I love her so much. Lauren's one of my favorites. She's also an OG bestie, so you guys know her. Come on. She's OG, OG. Like, if you know, you know. You have to know. So, Miss Lorenzo came, and we tackled Miss North Carolina. So, we took her out to some of the classic must-hits. A lot of the places I've mentioned before throughout different episodes and when close Chloe came to visit my parents, Jenna, etc. But we literally went to the airport, picked Miss Lauren up, and went straight to the club and took her to a drag show, the same one that we took Chloe to. But this time they had some new performers, but two of the girls were the same girls that Chloe saw. So I was like, oh my mm -hmm. God, like some of our OG girlies, like some yeah, of the hometown. Hey, hometown. remember me? Uh, hey. <laughs> 
familiar face if you know you know (laughs) so we get there we sit down front freaking row the show starts it was amazing but one of the queens stole the show she came out dressed as miss dolly parton guys and when i tell you my jaw was on the ground because I was like, wait, 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 wait. She killed it. She killed it, Chloe. When I saw that, I was like, why the fuck is Chloe not with me right now? I was like, gagged. She did a mashup of like five of Dolly's songs. She nailed it. It was so good. She did a Christmas Dolly song. She did nine to five. She did everything and so good. I gave her all my money. I said, babes, take it. Like, take my money and don't even look at me. Like, it was... There's no so way I would good. have any dollar dollar bills, yo, for a single other queen after Dolly comes through. What the fuck? I would be getting up and shaking my ass. Yeah, I blacked out. I was blacked out. <laughs> it was so good. And it was so good that <laughs> afterwards we were like, let's go back. So we literally went back to back drag shows. We bought tickets to the next show. <laughs> Also, though, like, I would have just been like, oh, my God, can I please hug you? Like, can I get a photo <laughs> with you? Like, I can't believe I... And I would also get a photo with her, and then I would show it to everybody for the rest of my life and tell everyone, I met Dolly Parton, and I'd show them the picture of me with a drag queen being Dolly. But I will say, she really did a good job. She had the budget. All of her outfits were top tier. The material, everything, loved it. She killed it. Garrett and them were sending me videos of her, and my jaw dropped, and I was like, what the... (laughs) God damn it. It was so good, and... After that, we headed home, and the next day, we just did, like, farmer's market, took her to a few different places around town, but just seeing her was so much fun. I love Miss Lauren so much, so I had to shout her out, but yeah, other than work and that stuff, that's all I've been up to. Well, you've been up to a heck of a lot more than me, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I feel like my apartment is like Grand Central Station, because we've been getting packages and letters. I love this time of year, because I love snail mail, and it's so fun. (laughs) I love to get a package. Package and present. So I need to talk about what we're obsessed with, Garrett. Yes, ma'am. Fill me in. Tell me everything. Okay. First things first. The one thing that I'm more obsessed with than anything that I just have to talk about: Paris in Love. Yes. I'm watching it on Peacock. I don't know why I'm so late to the damn game. I literally have no explanation for that. I apologize. I don't even know what happened there, but. I'm watching it right now. It is the most amazing yet also cringeworthy thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Something is so upsetting about it, but I also love it so much. And I find Paris to be one of the most fascinating people ever. I have no doubt of her intelligence. I think she's brilliant. I think she's like, I mean, an incredible businesswoman. I think she's an innovative woman in a lot of ways, but I'm so confused by her yeah i agree she lives in a land far far away that i don't relate to like she's just like has her own universe and she stays in her lane like i live for her but watching her from a reality tv perspective i'm like how have you made it this far in life well i'm watching her and i'm like i can never tell what's like real and what's not like when she's being real and basically i feel like none of it's real (laughs) <laughs> like she's saying that she's sharing more of her real self with this show but i feel like that's just another layer of her entertaining us i don't think it's real i think it's entertainment which no shade to that like no hate no shade because it's what the kardashians do it's what everybody does it is entertainment like i am not fooled by that i don't think the reality tv is real life but it's just so fascinating and she's so weird and the way that she slips in and out of her 
little accent or whatever is so bizarre. I can't. I don't know how everyone <laughs> around her is not like driven crazy by it because I like her regular voice, her real voice, and I wish she would stick with it. And then when she slides in and out, I'm always like, what did you just say that triggered yourself into slipping into your mask? Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's it's very interesting watching her. I mean, Paris Hilton is an enigma. She's one of one. I mean, she's an OG. We love her from The Simple Life. I mean, I cannot imagine living the life as a Hilton. So God help her. God love her. I'm obsessed. But I yeah. love this show, too, because you get to see Nikki Hilton, who I'm even more obsessed with in the show than Paris, because Nikki is so fascinating to me also. And she's like so intelligent and poised and like elegant. Nikki I'm scares so me. Confused. She scares me, too. Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, she scares yeah. the fuck out of me. I'm like, I can never read Nikki. I don't know if she's, she's happy, so sad. Intense. Yeah, she scares the fuck out of me. But like, no shade, no and hate. I'm eyes. just saying. Yeah, that's I think it's the eyes. Yep. She's so intense in her eyes. Yeah, I can't read her either, but something about her is very, like, interesting to me. And I cannot place it, but she reminds me of someone. And then, really quick, we won't stay on this too long, but Carter, Paris's husband, but, like, at this time in the show, he was still her fiancé. It is so, so bizarre. They act like 13-year-olds together. They do, and, like... Him as well. Like, they all just don't feel real to me. No. <laughs> that makes Something sense. Something is, like, really, really off and really weird. But with love. Peace and love. Like, like with love. <laughs> and I'm interested and fascinated. And there's no hate. But I'm, like, curious. Yeah. There's more to the story, you know? Mm-hmm. I love. It's just strange. There's just been so many scenes that really, like, threw me aback. And I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? And, like, they celebrate every month on their month anniversary. That's iconic. So, yeah, Paris in Love, I'm definitely obsessed with. I still need to catch up on Salt Lake City. I'm behind, but then I got, like, swept into this Paris land. So, sorry about <laughs> that. How to Train Your Dragon 1 and 2. Also been obsessed with those. I have been on it. How to Train Your Dragon 2 made me cry at, like, six different points. So, was not prepared for that like i had no idea it was gonna actually be like such an emotional touching flick it made you feel good babes i love that it was yanking at my heartstrings there we go it was good but the other stuff that i'm obsessed with these are like three little products that i've kind of been like just really vibing with lately because like there's not much i'm obsessed with i've been kind of just working and then coming home and going to bed so (laughs) shower steamers shout out to my sister nicole she put me on shower steamers how luxurious changes the game yeah feel like i'm in a salon or a spa so bouge coffee (laughs) so i have the nespresso virtuo and starbucks released a holiday virtuo coffee and i'm super pumped about it It's really, really good. I've been drinking it. I actually set up like a whole little beverage station in my kitchen. So I've got like hot cocoa and tea and coffee and sprinkles there. And then I've got like my whipped cream for my coffee. Cause I'm like, you know what? It's the holidays. Let me romanticize my little drinks. I live, I support. And the last thing that I'm obsessed with is a Christmas gift that I opened up early, but I got it from (laughs) one of our OG besties. Shout out Mary, original Hell star. It's called the Renfo. The Renfo, yeah, it's called the Renfo. And it's my eye massager, my head and eye massager. It's like amazing. When you put it on, it uses air to compress and massage your eyes and your temple. 
and it makes noises and it heats up. It's the best thing ever. I think it's TikTok viral, or maybe it's just because my phone is like spamming me with stuff that it hears me talking about, but this thing is crazy good. <laughs> Mitchell put it on and he was like, oh my God, we have to get two of these. It's kind of like, you know, when you pet a dog in that perfect place and then they're like, they just kind of like go limp. This is like the human version of getting that good spot. That's going to be a great gift for a long time and like mm -hmm. something you'll use. So I think it's a I'm great. I've already used it. I've already put it to use. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love it. All right. What are you obsessed with here? Come on, tell me. All right, babes. I have a few things. So I'm going to try to run through them fast. First things first, Christmas at Graceland. Guys, if you know, you know, it's a little too fucking good. They had artists come to Graceland, which if you don't know, it's Elvis Presley's home in Memphis, Tennessee. And two of our favorite girlies were featured, Miss Casey Musgraves and Lana Del Rey. And I'll get into those two girls a little later as well. But I mean, guys, could you ask for anything else? <laughs> like- I was gagged and gooped. I was gagged. Like, so good live, the vocals were there, and just like the environment being at Graceland during Christmas. Like, I mean, uh, it sets the vibe. Like, I was obsessed. Well, it was so cool for me because I loved watching Daisy Jones and the Six, which is obviously starring Riley, and I think her last name is Keo or Key. I'm not sure how it's pronounced, but it's Elvis's granddaughter. And so she was like hosting the Graceland episode, the Christmas at Graceland. And she was talking with the different artists and seeing her interacting with Lana was so cool for me. I loved it. And Lana, like, honestly, that performance, I'm reading all the comments and the feedback on it. And like, everyone is in agreement that this is the most perfect performance of all time. Like she's, she was meant to sing at Graceland. And the song choice? Miss Lana Del Rey, you outdid yourself. And she should play Priscilla in a movie one day. Quote me on it. She's literally... Oh. Why has she not been chosen yet? I'm utterly confused, shocked, and <laughs> lost about that. Like, that does not compute for me. N no. At this point, make freaking Riley Keough Priscilla too if you're going to do it. But, like, stop picking these random actors. Like, let's be smart, people. Come on. I do have to say, though, Mitchell has been requesting that we listen to Lana's performance from Graceland. Like, a couple of nights when we go to sleep, he's like, can we listen to that quietly to fall asleep too? Oh, he loves that. I he love loves it. Yeah, I love like it. You. <laughs> I love it. He's like, can we listen to that? I don't want to say it because we're about to talk about the song in a little bit, but he's like, can we listen to that um, performance really quietly to fall asleep? <laughs> Miss Lana, she can do no wrong in our book. We love her so much. So I had to touch on that. And if you haven't seen it, Go check it out, Christmas at Graceland. But I have to touch on a documentary that I'm obsessed with. I will need everyone to go watch it. Chloe, you specifically. It's called Love Has Won on HBO. Babes, I don't have HBO anymore. Oh, <laughs> I can't watch my it. God. I, Mitchell did not even consult with me. He just dumped it so fast. We had HBO for like a month. I didn't even get to watch or rewatch any of And Just Like That before he already dumped it. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. So any besties that are listening that do have HBO, listen now. Go watch. Love Has One is next level. It's like a cult, God, Jesus-like oh type, weird stuff. It's this woman that thinks 
she's like influenced by like dead celebrities like all, it's just like weird that stuff reminds me of teal teal swan very much that vibe chloe but this woman is dying because she's like not being fed and she's taking like these weird medicines because she like like it's bad and then chloe it opens up with the police coming to the cult house with the woman deceased for months they have held her body and they think that she's still alive so they like have videos and they all like document it like themselves because they're in a cult so like they're like on youtube and she has like her own website and stuff it's so fucking weird then she has like these men that come along it's just this whole clusterfuck of a situation but it's a little too good like everyone watch it i think there's three episodes on hbo it's next level Guys, why do cults just take it to that place every fucking time? Why do they always just take it too far? One case that just comes up again and again and again, everybody covers it because it's so insanely fucking crazy, and I have to listen every time, is the Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell case, and the, them with their cult and killing their own children and killing their spouses and killing their brother like it's cr absolutely crazy what people will do when they get this like mind warped brain control situation going on it's scary and it's scary yeah. that like all of it's happening now like this is like a current documentary it was like happening not too long ago so i'm like it's still like around us i don't know it's That's crazy weird. but like i love a cult documentary so this is a new one i would highly recommend it if you have not seen it yet but I have to get into what I gave my coworkers for Christmas. Now, I found this last Thanksgiving because I went to one of my good friends' Thanksgiving last year. And it's like their family tradition. They buy this Danish from Trader Joe's. It's like a almond Danish crinkle, I believe. It's in a shape of a circle. And it's so moist. It's so good. I bought it this year for Thanksgiving for my family. My dad absolutely loved it. So I was trying to think of things to get my coworkers and this came to mind. And I was a little nervous because I was like, I'm the youngest mm -hmm. person at my job. So uh, I really didn't know the vibe to get. And like everyone's coworker different. Coworker gifts are the worst. I wish it was an unwritten rule that nobody ever did gifts at work. And this is coming from someone who likes co her coworkers, but like, it's just inappropriate. It's weird. It's weird to spend money on people you work with unless you're like really actually truly friends outside of work. It's just weird to like put that expectation on people and then it have people pick stuff, for, basically force people to have to pick stuff out for each other. Like it's just not my thing. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, anyway, so I was like, I was thinking of ideas to get my coworkers and I thought of this Danish because I mean, it's food, it's simple, it's good, it's unique, like it, the packaging's really cute. So went, got them delivered, they absolutely loved it. So if there's a Trader Joe's near you, go see if y'all have the almond Danish, it's baked fresh. And like, I have one in the freezer right now because you can freeze them and like hold them for a while. So I have one for oh, Christmas. Loves it, guys. Like I absolutely am obsessed. 12 out of 10, please everyone go try it. And I would also recommend for Christmas gifts if you're having trouble. So it's a Danish Kringle? Mm-hmm. But wait, I'm confused. So is it, it's kind of just like layered, like rolled bread? It's like sweet, citrusy, mm. like, I don't even know how to describe it. It's super it rich so in flavor too. Like it's amazing. I cannot, I, I don't know how to describe it. I've never had anything like it before. Do you eat it like, okay, one more question. Do you eat it like for dessert or like for breakfast? 
I've eaten it for breakfast. That's where I okay. usually do it, but it's like any time of the day. It's like a sweet. So like, like you don't a like breakfast sweet stuff. with like a coffee kind of vibe. Mm. Very much. Oh that. my god, I want to get that for Christmas for me and Mitchell. Yeah, do it. Like I'm having it Christmas morning. So like, please do. I mm. am obsessed. So moving on to the last thing that I have been obsessed with is a Hallmark movie, guys. If you know, you know, like any Hallmark movie, I'm there. I love the cliche, the cheesiness, anything. Like it just puts me in this spirit. So this year they released a movie that ties into our main course perfectly. It is a Biltmore Christmas, which what are the odds? Biltmore is known for their Christmas display. And as soon as I saw this title and theme for a Christmas movie, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's so smart, so good. And this movie in particular, they took a unique route with it. Like it wasn't the regular storyline of like going home, meeting someone that you've known for a long time, like falling in love. It has that Hallmark vibe to it. You know, like you can still definitely tell that mm -hmm. it was a Hallmark movie, but it just... Hallmark movies almost look homemade sometimes. I live. Like they really do, but this one was good. It was one of my favorite Christmas movies that I've seen this year. So I would highly recommend it. And yeah, I had to touch on that because I love a good Christmas movie. So I hope everyone goes and checks it out. And yeah, that's what I've been obsessed with this week. I had a little bit of a heavy list, but hopefully you guys found something that you were also obsessed with. No, I love it. You also reminded me, I watched the new, the like, I don't know how new it is, but the newer animated Grinch movie that's, I think it's on Peacock or something, but it was pretty good. It was cute. They definitely softened the Grinch a lot and made him a lot more like friendly for kids. Boom. Like, you guys are going to make these babies way too soft. Come on. <laughs> if you want to do it right, get them watching like Adam's family at a young age so that they can see what kids are really supposed to be like. I want Wednesday Adams and Pugsley as my kids. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, yeah, it was kind of cute. But honestly, I am kind of a Christmas movie purist. Like I like what I like. I like my old classic ones. And I feel like every time I watch a new one, I'm always just like, it was okay. I get it. It's like a tradition. Like you go back to them every mm -hmm. year. So you have, it has history. You have a relationship mm -hmm. with them. <laughs> exactly. Babes. So before we get into our main course, cause I'm stopping. <laughs> Garrett, tell me what is your song of the week? Okay, so before I get into my song of the week, I have a little bit of a shout out. Miss Nicki Minaj released her new album, Pink Friday 2, which her debut album was Pink Friday. I mean, the iconic album we all know with Super Bass, Fly featuring Rihanna. Like, it's a little too good. Like, we know it. Like, it's so good. So she released Pink Friday 2 this past Friday, and actually one of... The singles was one of my songs of the week previously, which was Last Time I Saw You, which I love that song. And it was cute. I mean, it's a long album, so I still have to get into it more. But overall, Miss Nikki, a round of applause. She's the queen Miss Rapper, in my opinion. I love her so much. So I had to shout her out. So if you haven't listened, guys, go stream Black Friday 2. But for my song of the week, I'm touching back up to our Obsessed with Casey and Lana. It's one of my favorite Christmas songs from Casey Musgraves' Christmas special on Amazon. I'll be home for Christmas. Lana and Casey cover. It's so good. I love both of these women so much. So when they announced this, I freaked the fuck out. And when I tell you they did deliver the vocals, the visuals, the chemistry, like it's 
so good. I love this song and this is our last music of the week before the holiday. So I wanted to give one last little Christmas song. It's so good. So I had to include it this week. Absolutely. It's so good. And like we talked about last week, Casey's Christmas album is so good. So if you guys haven't listened to that, you really should. And speaking of which, I think Lana, if she released a Christmas album singing Christmas classics, uh, that would be so good. Lana singing Santa Baby would be mm. out of this world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, tell me, babes, what is your song of the week? My song of the week is Unchained Melody, performed by Miss Lana Del Rey at Graceland. Now, Unchained Melody is originally written by the Righteous Brothers, but a lot of us know it as an Elvis song, a song performed by Elvis mostly. So just listening to Lana perform this, it's just so good. If you guys haven't heard it yet, you should go listen. This is one of the songs whenever... The Austin Butler Elvis movie came out. This is one of the songs that me and Garrett loved the most from that movie and that whole production. And yeah, what can I say? I listened to it to fall asleep. I mean, it's just so good. This song choice for Lana was so unexpected, but oh boy, oh boy, does she deliver. It's so good. And just like, I can just hear her in my head singing it. And like, uh, Lana can do no wrong in my book. She's an icon. And not only Unchained Melody by Lana Del Rey, but Unchained Melody by Lana Del Rey at Graceland. Like, it's the levels. It's too good. In I'm, that dress. Ugh. Uh, she looked so good. I mean, if you haven't seen it, please go watch. Please go listen. It's too good. And then her and Riley being, like, almost a little flirty was just, like... Cherry on top. Yeah. It's too much. It's simply <laughs> too much for me. Okay, so I think it's time that we dive into our main course for tonight. And Garrett, we're going to be telling the besties about a little trip we took Christmas of 2020. Where did we go? What did we do? Who did we see? We went up to North Carolina and took a little trip to Biltmore, which me and Chloe had never been there before. So we wanted to go see what it was about. Everyone told us that it was beautiful and me and Chloe love an adventure and love spending time together. So we're like, babes, let's fucking do it. Let's go. This was right after mm -hmm. our Michigan trip, too. So we said, you know what? We're in the mode. So let's keep it going, babes. Let's fuck keep it. <laughs> fuck it. So that's what we did. We went up to Biltmore and it was so much fun. We sure did. And on the way there, we drove past a gypsy village that is very near and dear to me and Garrett's heart. Shout out Gypsy Village, you know who we're talking about. Keep that aluminum foil on your window, girl. Um, <laughs> and we made it up and we did a little bit of research before our trip and we decided we really wanted to go to Little Pig's Barbecue because it was supposed to be like this super old local spot. I mean, anyone who might actually be from the area might be listening and be like, that's such a touristy spot. I mean, I don't know. But it was supposed to be this cute local little spot that had been open for like 50 or something years, still run by the original owners and everything. And it was so cute, Garrett. It was so cute. I took a picture of the sign that I'll post on Instagram, but it just had a very homey feel. And Asheville as a whole is just so cozy. This is my first time ever going to Asheville. And it's very artsy. It's super cute. I would recommend just going to visit Asheville in general. I loved Asheville. I always really like being anywhere where it's like a mountain town. I love being in the mountains. Something about it just feels so right for me. So... I remember it being pretty damn cold when we were there. That's one thing. Like we were, we had to be bundled up. It was super, super windy. And 
Remind me, Garrett, like when we got there, did we go straight to Biltmore the first day? Like right when we got there? I can't remember. Yeah, so I believe what we did was we went to Little Pig's Barbecue and then we went to the hotel, checked in, got our stuff settled, and we explored the town a little bit. The town was actually super cute because it was all like a little village almost. Like it all had like that mm -hmm. little vibe right before you entered the Biltmore driveway. And I also remember that me and you went to Goodwill um yeah and Asheville and I think that almost made us late for our appointment at Bill Moore. <laughs> Probably. but it was highly worth it we love going to any goodwill when we're traveling so that was super fun and yeah that leads us straight to driving up the Biltmore driveway which if you've never been guys be prepared for like a 20 minute drive just up the driveway like it's I think super it's like 45 minutes like, isn't it it's a minute I don't even know like, it's long yeah and not to mention, I just have to say really quick, this very morning, I was wearing the jacket to walk Luffy that I bought at that Goodwill that day. It's fucking cute. I remember. It was cute. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Anyways. So, yeah, the driveway takes forever. And there's signs or, like, something, like, information somewhere to tell you that, like, people used to travel on horseback in carriages for, like, days, weeks, months just to make it to the Biltmore house. And then just to get there, they would have to, like, do like 45 minutes or two hours or something of just the driveway just to get to the house once they were already on the park like family property Boosh. it's crazy it's so luxe like this whole experience is just also what me and chloe love like before we get into this like a chateau anything wealthy like a mansion sign me up like anything like that like a garden like to the mansion like I'm there. So this was just something that me and Chloe both love. And like, it's very niche to our personalities and what we like. But I just knew that if I was going to do this trip with anyone, it would have to be my girl, Chloe. Yeah, I guess not your average 22, 23 year old would be spending their <laughs> money and their weekend going to a historic house of an old, like, what would you even call them? They had like a monopoly on what, what were the Vanderbilts? Railroad? Oil? Railroad? Yeah. yeah. So anyways, um, that's just, that's just us. That's, that's just, just us. what we love. <laughs> We're silly little girlies that love to dilly-dally in an estate. <laughs> in an estate. I fucking live. So after we drive 45 minutes to five hours up the damn driveway, <laughs> we finally parked and we had to walk through the woods, like up this little path to finally get to the house. And guys, like, no words can describe how big this motherfucker is. Babes, they went all out. Like, it's... No, it's sick. It's sick. I mean, the wealth and the... We had to take a trolley to the house, too. We, like, parked and then walked and then, like, had to take a trolley and then had to walk some more. Yeah. It was crazy. And they had this thing, like, I'm sure you guys have seen this before, but they had these like columns that would just come out of the driveway and then disappear and the trolley would drive through so that only the trolleys could get onto the property. No other cars could sneak on because the little literal columns would come out of the driveway and impale your car. It's insane. Like I was in shock when I first saw it. I was like, oh, wow. It's so crazy. <laughs> so we get there, we start touring the house. It's like right off the bat also, they're decorated for Christmas, so it's beautiful. There's poinsettias everywhere. It's all red and gold and glittery and, like, just so pretty. And Garrett and I, we decided to make up our own history. So we we decided not to get a 
guided tour. We just decided we were going to cruise through at our own pace and talk our own shit. It was absolutely gorgeous. Like the decorations, it's known for Christmas for a reason. It was beautiful. I mean, the budget, the flowers, the garland. Like now that we're becoming adults, you know, when it's like all real and not even fake garland and trees, mm -hmm. like the budget, like it's all super luxe and boy, oh boy, it was just gorgeous. Like the architecture, the attention to detail is what I love. Like it just fascinates me how much time goes into one building. Whereas today, no one would ever think to do that. It's like everything's built so fast nowadays. So I just love kind of being transported back in time and seeing all of that and like the craftsmanship is just so interesting to me. Yeah, what's crazy is in a hundred years, the buildings that we've made won't be here, but the buildings that people made 300 years before us will. Exactly. Because they were built to last and ours aren't. It's sad. But like all of our Target box stores will be crumbled little pieces of dust. Yeah. But but Biltmore, she will stand. She will be there. <laughs> but my favorite part of Biltmore is that creepy basement room that's painted from the holiday party that they had during Prohibition. And they painted it all for Halloween and then just never changed it back. And it's just super it like cool. That. Yeah. I love it. It's so cool, you guys. If you haven't been, like, Honestly, it's just such a cool experience to check it out. I would say this is probably something more for adults, not children. I mean, I would just assume kids would get so bored and would be hard to manage. But unless you have a particularly well-behaved interior design little angels, like I will one day. I just get so weirded out when I go to places like that, though, because all I can think about is picturing what it was like when it was like original with the real family and people were actually living in it and walking around. And I feel like there's ghosts all around me. And like, I don't know, I just so badly when I go to any place like that, because like my dad's British, so I grew up going to castles and stuff. And anytime I'm in a place like that, I walk around and I'm like, I just want to make myself at home and make myself comfortable and play pretend <laughs> like this is my house and this feel what home. it would feel like. You are so right? funny. Yeah, I get that though. I mean, it does have this like eeriness to it. Like it is someone's home. Like it's like someone once but lived here. But it's like here. set up like a playhouse. Like let's yeah. be so real. These places are set up like a playhouse where it's like all set up and ready to go, but nobody's in there. So it just is like kind of creepy because there's this void, empty room that's all set up for someone, but nobody's ever there. Dude, you know what would be sick? A nice game of hide and seek in that place. You know what would be even more sick? A lock-in. Yeah, that would be sick. I'll be <laughs> Where there. you could play hide-and-seek. I'd be there. lock-in. <laughs> I'd be like, which room are we picking? I bet every single bed in that place is the most uncomfortable motherfucker in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But I want to talk about, I had some favorite rooms as well. One of my favorites was like the huge dining room, like with the... Mm -hmm. 100 foot ceilings tapestries the tapestries and... yeah everything it was beautiful i was like oh my god like just also when it was built i'm like how did they how are they able to do this like so many years ago it's so impressive and i love that room but i also loved one of the bedrooms that had this beautiful red and white velvet wallpaper on it it's mm -hmm. i believe it was their daughter's room i could be wrong on that but boy oh boy it was just gorgeous and every single room just they paid attention to detail they preserved it and i'm so happy that like they're doing this and people care about it so much to keep it like alive and going and yeah i would mm -hmm. highly recommend touring the house it was beautiful especially with all the christmas decorations which is like an added bonus you know 
Yeah, it's so cool. They have like certain rooms where the walls are leather and then other rooms where the walls are fabric, like satin or silk. It's just really, really cool. And then I can't remember, Garrett, is that the dining room that has the organ in it? Like the organ piano thing? There's an organ somewhere. I can't remember if it's in the di dining room or not, but I'm pretty sure there's an organ. Yeah. And then the library was also another really cool room to me. And there was this like terrace where Garrett and I were able to like step outside and get like some nice pictures and like really get a good idea of what the view was like for these people who live there too. It's also just so interesting to me. I'm like with a house that big, where do you like hang out? Where do you lounge? If it's like, if you're actually living in that house and there are four people there with you, are you all in completely different wings of the estate? Are you all in the same room because it's like so big and you actually want to hang out together? Like, what is it like? I yeah. just want to know. I don't I couldn't even imagine living there. Like it's just so ginormous. And like there were so many different parts of this house. And one of the parts, like the server's quarters that was like mm -hmm. downstairs, was closed because we went right after COVID. So like it was like just close proximity to each other. So they had that closed <laughs> off. But it was super interesting, just like seeing everything, reading the plaques, and just like being in the history. I just love stuff like that. So that was the tour of the house but right after we finished the tour i remember there was like a little gift shop and some food places so chloe got some wine and Biltmore has their own vineyard right like it's actually built more wine yes super nice and i know we just like went around took pictures obviously had to get some instagram pics um, that was when we went in the greenhouse and checked out all the flowers which is like a whole nother thing. Cause even in modern days, like today, it's expensive to have flowers and greenery and floral and plants. Like anyone who actually knows about landscaping or plants and even just indoor plants, they're expensive. It's not a cheap hobby. It's not a cheap thing. And so for at that time in like the 1900s to have greenhouses with exotic plants from around the world is such a cool thing boosh it was so i think nice. they also had like exotic pets at one point maybe like a peacock or something i can't even remember but i feel like i remember something about there being a peacock at Biltmore at some point <laughs> i could be wrong but it's that kind of thing it's like when you're that rich what do you even do with all of it like you can do whatever the fuck you want they like let did. me get a lion let me get whatever the fuck i want like it was so impressive and me and chloe have stated this a hundred times like a greenhouse botanical garden like anything like that is also right up our alley. So I was living, like exploring the whole greenhouse. It was beautiful. And unfortunately they had this beautiful tulip garden, but obviously it was during winter. So all of that was not active or open at the moment, but still like the greenhouse had poinsettias in it. It was like still decorated for Christmas and it was just still beautiful. I mean, like I said, they still went for the decorations inside, still made it feel mm -hmm. the same vibe. and. God, I just love it. And it's the just Christmas like Christmas trees were like insane. They were huge and gorgeous. I almost can't even imagine going anytime but Christmas time because it's so perfect at Christmas. Like a house like that to me, I only really picture it existing from like fall to winter time because during the summer, I can't imagine being in a giant, massive stone mansion. Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't give summer vibes to me. Yeah, I see that. I feel that 100%. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't sense. picture going to Bluestone Manor for summer vacation. <laughs> but I would, Dorinda, if you invited me. Dorinda, you can invite me to Bluestone Manor and yell at me every day that I was there, and I would still be happy. 
<laughs> I'm dead. But yeah, the garden was beautiful. The greenhouse is beautiful. And they kind of concluded our tour of the house, the gardens. But like Chloe said, they have a winery. They have vineyards. They have a lot of stuff on site too. But we didn't stay at the hotels on Biltmore. So we left the estate, went back to the hotel and chilled out that night. Just, you know, being silly, having a great grand old time. But we also drove the whole day. So we were super tired. So it was a kind of chill night. I think we went to Olive Garden for dinner that night. I do too, actually. How iconic. A little Olive Garden moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> Which is so good. We love Olive Garden. But the next day was our last day we headed home. But before that... We had to make a pit stop at this mm -hmm. beautiful mural in Asheville that I don't even know how I thought of it or found it, but it was this ginormous mural of Miss Dolly Parton. Once again, we're mentioning her. We love. Yes, boy, oh boy, it was so pretty and ginormous. Like we have photos of it that we'll post, but I was obsessed, Chloe. Like, when I tell you guys, it was freezing fucking cold, and it was so windy, and we still stood at that mural for probably an hour taking pictures and admiring it. <laughs> it was so And that's pretty. all we did. We just went to that part of town literally just for the mural and for photos, and then went home. And, like, we went out of our way just to go do that. Yeah, and I don't regret it. <laughs> and actually... Oh, like a year or two later, I went back to Biltmore with my grandma and they added RuPaul in drag right beside Miss mm -hmm. Dolly in the same wig, same outfit, like um, color coordinating. So if you are ever in Asheville, you have to look up the Dolly and RuPaul mural. It's so pretty, so fun. That area that the murals are in is a really cute area with like lots of shops and stuff. I think Garrett and I went either like really early in the morning or maybe on like a Sunday or something. So it was really quiet. But I figure during the day on a regular weekday or like on a Saturday, it's probably a really cute part of Asheville. Yeah, it's super cute. All of Asheville is super, super cute and like homey and cozy. So that was a great way to end our trip and head back home. But that was just one of our trips that I still think about every single year. They're about to be popping up on my memory. So we wanted to tell you guys another one of our adventures together. This is one of my favorites. And every single Christmas just like puts me in the spirit. And now that the Hallmark Biltmore <laughs> Christmas movie is out, I just watched that and it takes me right back, Chloe, right back when we were in that little estate or chateau. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, babes. <laughs> well, I think that just about does it for us, Garrett. I mean, shit. We done did that thing. We done... We done did 38 episodes in this year. I know, guys. This is it. We're about to say goodbye for a couple of weeks, but just believe we're going to be coming back fresh, rejuvenated with some juicy gossip to spill. Guys, it's going to be a giant woo-woo, giant obsessed. We have so much going on, so I'm excited to be back with you guys next year. I cannot believe it. No doubt. I am so excited. We've got a lot of good stuff in store. Garrett and I are really prepared. We are planned out through the year. We've got some super exciting surprises for you. So, so without further ado, we love you guys so much for listening. And we had such a fun time with you for the first 38 episodes. Like I said, we're really excited to enter this new year officially as professional best friends. Yeah, it's like a new era we're entering. I'm super excited and I'm excited that everyone's gonna be tagging along. We thank you 
all for listening this year. 2023 was the start of EFBF and we've continued it. I'm so proud of it. And 2024, bitch, you better buckle up because <laughs> we're coming in hot, hot and heavy. Yeah, Write us your messiest Christmas holiday stories. Tell us the drama. Tell us the tea. Tell us what's up. You can send us those stories on our Instagram at EFBF podcast. You can check us out on Spotify and Amazon Music. And I hope that you download, write, and subscribe. Don't forget, if you guys are traveling this Christmas, if you download our pod, you can listen to us on the train, on the plane, on the boat, on the spaceship, wherever you're going, really, it doesn't matter. If you download, we'll be there. We will be there, guys. And yeah, don't forget to follow us because you're gonna have to be reminded when we come back from our little hiatus. So we love you so much. Have the best Christmas, have the best New Year's, be so safe, and we will catch you guys in 2024. Absolutely. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, EFBF signing out. Happy holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.